0: Hey, Peaches. Hi, Peaches. Welcome to Let's Talk Peaches, the podcast. We're your hosts, Nicole and Lindsay. The Let's Talk Peaches podcast is a community that empowers others to go after the life they want.
1: We are constantly asking the question, how can we set ourselves up, mind, body, and soul to achieve the happiness and success we deserve?
0: If you're a new peach, thank you so much for tuning in. And if you're a returning peach, thank you so much for tuning back in. We really appreciate that. Hit that
1: big subscribe button on
0: whatever podcasting platform you're listening to us on.
1: We put out new episodes every Every Monday. Monday. All right, let's dive into the episode. Hello, Peaches. Hi, Peaches. Welcome back for another episode.
0: Um, we're so excited to have you here. So happy to, to have you here. Yeah, we've got a great episode for you today. Yeah, super excited to talk with our guest. Um, we, She honestly, such fun energy. Yeah. And we had some scheduling issues with her. Like we reached out to her to come on the podcast a, a bit ago. Yeah. And there was some scheduling here, scheduling. There. Easily, easily six months ago. Yeah. And it's I mean, she could have easily just been like, screw this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But we're so glad that she we we all prevailed and we we made it happen because it was such yeah. a good chat. I honestly really enjoyed it. Yeah. And we talk about what it was like building her business, taking that, you know, that leap that we always talk about going from more of your normal career path to starting your own business, growing it, bringing new people in, dealing with clients, and uh, how spirituality plays a role in her in her journey. So lots of good lots of good topics were covered.
1: Yeah, spirituality um, or faith.
0: Yes, yes. Yeah, I feel like we'll just dive dive in. Of course, we'll cue up Diana. B R B, Peaches. All right, Peaches, we have the lovely Deanna here with us. Hi, Deanna. Hi.
2: Thank you so much for having me.
0: Oh, thank you so much for being here. We like to start off every episode by asking what's up, Peach? So how's your day going? How's the week going? A little gut check.
2: Yeah, it's going. I will tell you this wedding season has almost gotten the best of me, but I am hanging oh, in my there. Goodness. So I'm doing good.
1: What What is, um? you can, t- you can tell Nicole and I are so single what is like prime wedding time time? I would imagine yeah I have no idea
2: yeah you're good um so pretty (laughs) much it's March through May and it picks up the closer you get to May and then Mm. we have a little bit of a lull in the summertime in the south at least um and then it'll pick back up in September and October for the fall weddings
1: oh yes (laughs) I'm such a suck we're such both of us are such suckers for fall
2: yeah Yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) it is very popular so (laughs) yeah I mean it's gorgeous you're in
1: Atlanta yeah I am yes how folly does it get in Atlanta
2: I mean it gets pretty fally. pretty <laughs> okay, cool. Know? Cool. We have cool, cool. The trees changing, we have the leaves on the ground, the crisp in the air. I mean amazing. it's pretty amazing. So, yeah. but I'm sure it's nothing like you guys cuz you guys are up north, right? Yeah, Connecticut. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. what is fall like there? Oh, it's
0: it's just, oh. you know, it's it, it's on steroids up here. Like we're the <laughs> Yeah, it's everything a uh, fall girl, keeps yeah, honestly, for. you know what I mean? And and then it's just yeah. everywhere because like it's just one of our treasures, you know, one of <laughs> the best parts about living here, I think, for me personally anyways. It's just yeah. like yeah. the we colors, were- the the like there's just so many there's so much foliage and there's so mm-hmm. many so many farms for apple picking and uh, yeah. The weather is, like, crisp enough that you can really just, like, sink into your leather jackets and your flannels and your yep. scarves. Yeah. Yep. Boots. It's it's my love language, <laughs> I feel. It's just my favorite. Oh, say. <laughs> I
2: went apple picking for the first time last fall, and I was like, I no. have to do this every year.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I, <know>. I, <laughs> oh, I don't know. It's so yeah, – I don't know. something about, like, picking an apple off of a tree and then having a bite. <laughs> yeah. It's just – the most organic thing you can think of. Agreed. Any anywho, <laughs> off of don't get us going. <laughs> Clearly, but we're super excited to have you here with us today. I'm so excited to learn a little bit more about what you do and like growing your business and building and building your 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 mini empire here. <laughs> but before, for any peach that hasn't heard of Deanna Hamilton yet or Your Big Day, uh, which is the name of the company. Um, do you want to give a quick rundown of who you are, how you got into this, how you got started, what you do? Yes.
2: I'll try to make it quick. Sometimes I feel like I yeah. blabber when this question gets asked. But yeah, no worry. Yeah. So my company is named Your Big Day ATL. We're based in Atlanta, but we definitely do weddings and other events like bachelorettes or rehearsal dinners or birthday parties anywhere outside of Georgia as well. So we're not only limited to Atlanta, but... I actually got my start in weddings years ago. I was a shadow slash intern for a local wedding planner. And then I ended up working my way up from being an assistant to a lead planner to where I was able to have my own assistant. And I did that for a couple of years with her. I absolutely loved it. But I think I was just in a place because I was in my early 20s. I recently graduated college. I was still figuring out who I was, what I wanted to do, all of that. And I knew I loved weddings, but it was just kind of, it wasn't really sold to me just yet. So I was like, oh, I'll take a break. I was in marketing full-time the entire time I was helping the local planner out. So I've always had like a corporate communications background. And then Mm -hmm. when lovely COVID hit, Mm -hmm. (laughs) I was furloughed. And then I just kind of had a heart check and kind of come to Jesus moment to figure out like, Mm -hmm. what do I need to be doing with my life? And actually my college roommate, I did her sister's wedding and... They are amazing people and also very honest. So I know whatever their opinion is, they really mean it. And at the end of the process, her sister was like, Deanna, you are so good at this. Like You can do this. And also her sister made my... Instagram, she was sitting on my couch and like pushed me to do it because I was too scared to like start my own business. But that was, whoa, gosh, 2020. So it wasn't that long ago, but Mm -hmm. it feels like a lifetime. Mm -hmm. And I just haven't looked back since. So that's a hybrid version, just so I don't talk y'all's ear off.
1: (laughs) so many amazing things to talk about within that though what an interesting way to come about like okay so there's just so many good I think our I think our peaches are gonna love love this episode first of all how did you decide on weddings in the first place I think I'd I'd love to know oh
2: yes that's the best part of the story okay (laughs) yeah so I was actually studying for a business statistics test because I majored in (laughs) marketing before I changed to corporate communications, or excuse me, communications. Mm. And someone pulled up this video. It's called The Secret Proposal or something like that, where this guy named Ryan leaked. He planned his engagement and wedding, and he actually proposed and got married in the same day. And I was hooked I was obsessed with their story. The video is like an hour long. And when I tell you I could repeat it front and back, like I'm (laughs) not joking, I was so enamored. And I was like, how can I be a part of this? I started watching proposal Mm. videos for fun. Then that ramped up into watching (laughs) wedding videos. And my mom, like, bless her soul. She's always been kind of like, you know, whatever you want to do, I'm all for it. And if you can find something you love and be able to profit from it, I'm also for that. She noticed that Mm -hmm. I kept watching all of these videos and was like, girl, you can probably get in this industry somehow. There's (laughs) event planners, there's wedding planners. So, This was before Instagram was really a thing. And I really just had like either Facebook, LinkedIn, or Google. So I just started Googling local wedding planners. And when I tell you guys, I emailed so many people. Didn't really hear back, but that's okay. Um, And then on LinkedIn, ironically, that's when I saw the posting for the wedding planner that I ended up working for. It was a posting for a coordinator. So That was just so crazy at how it happened. But I have just always naturally loved people's individual stories, but definitely couples and their background. If anyone meets me for the first time and it's a couple... It's guaranteed that I'll probably ask you some type of question, like, How did you mean? and all of this stuff. Yeah. Just because it's <laughs> such a true passion of mine. And I just try to relay that same passion with my work, even through the small things like design. Like, I want the day to feel tailored to the couple and really represent their story. So yeah
1: (laughs) okay amazing so to be clear that was pre 2020 like the emails that you sent the emails that you sent were the were the emails that got you to connect with the person that you shadowed for a while and then worked your way up so
2: the emails i emailed a bunch of wedding planners none of those emails Mm -hmm. really got me anywhere Mm -hmm. but then a linkedin Uh, post that i replied to that was the one that i ended up working for so yeah,
1: amazing. So that is something that I think is we, I want to just like highlight that a smidge more because I, I think that people can I don't know if it's like, I don't feel worthy enough to be sliding into these people's inboxes yeah. or I don't want to bother people. But it's like, no, no, no. Shoot your shot. Absolutely. Shoot your shot because you. Cause you never know. I I know I've been I've been the squeaky wheel in the inbox all the time. <laughs> I mean, we're the squeaky wheel in the inbox for oh my this God, podcast yeah. all the time. Cause you just, for like people small to large, like cause you never know yeah. who you're, who will say yes and and for the podcast's sake, we are more often than not pleasantly surprised with who gets back mm-hmm. to us. And for my day job, I'm a video producer oh, cool. and. When I was first getting started in my career, I would I would just, like, email these random directors, like, huge directors. Yeah. I'm not And no one ever got back to me. But I'm like, hey, you never know. And then, like, if one day something happens and I'm in the room with somebody or, like, make a connection, I'm like, hey, I emailed you one time. And I don't know. It could be a fun it's, conversation. Piece. Absolutely. But, like, there's also – there are those stories where – that's how people get connected, or it's at least at the very minimum, I think it's creating momentum. Yeah. And like, then you're on the computer and you're researching, and maybe like an assistant points you in a different direction, it just creates momentum. And it gets, I don't know, the the world spinning for you in that yeah. way.
2: yeah. Absolutely. I mean, one of my girls who helps me on site wedding days, like she just DM'd me and it's been like a year now that we've had our relationship. So it definitely Mm. works. I would say there's a balancing act though. Like if it's the same person, just be mindful of how often you're messaging them because you don't want to seem like (laughs) too, you know, cray. But I definitely think it is go for what you want, like show your passion. And if it's really meant for you, like that connection will happen.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I,
2: I, I totally (laughs) agree. Yeah. And
0: I like, yeah, the worst thing that can happen is they don't respond to you. Exactly. So
2: exactly, what do you have to lose? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Go for it. Mm
0: Okay, so
1: I also really like the moment where you were saying I I had shadowed, I'd worked my way up. I was still figuring out who I was, but I knew I loved weddings. Mm -hmm. Like something, like you were like, I'm on, something's right, but something's not completely completely right what was it what was it like kind of piecing those things together or like being in that because I I feel like that's very relatable for a lot of people that are in that in between or right before they're about to make a big transition or take a take a take a leap of faith Mm -hmm. on what you really want to do because you said like I was scared to start my own business and so I'd love to hear a little bit more about what that process was like for you.
2: Yeah. I mean, I think when I was working corporate, I mean, it was a great experience, but I felt such an emptiness inside. It was like, I'm trying to fill this void and nothing is working. And, Mm. you know, COVID was honestly a... a (laughs) It was a lot of things, but a blessing came out of it for me just because I feel like I was able to really just sit with myself and face my fears and also ask myself, well, what is it that's scaring me? And I think similar to the approach of like reaching out to someone, you know, the worst they can do is not respond. But the Mm -hmm. worst thing that could happen if you go for your dream, it's like, okay, you don't get it. But at least you can always say you tried versus not Mm -hmm. trying at all and always wondering, what if? And I Mm -hmm. think just finally jumping for it and kind of being like, what do I have to lose at this point was that key factor. But also what motivated me was like how I wanted to have my business. And that was so exciting for me. And I felt like there could be a true lane in the industry for me, like a really cool niche Mm -hmm. and wanting to create that and just being like, you know what? I'm going to go for it and, you know, not look back because I think it'll be either a really cool story to tell at a dinner and it doesn't work out or also a really cool story to tell when it does. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean – I feel
1: like it's it's been working out and here we are having a cool conversation, you know? <laughs>
2: yeah, it's so far so good.
1: <laughs> yeah, so it, what kind of advice would you, like uh, we ask these questions when these kind of stories come up and it's like, where did you find the courage to take that leap? Because it is, it is a scary leap for a lot of people. I think because you said you had been furloughed and so there was a bit of, and I think during, it a lot of people were furloughed and like kind of in that t- in that frame of mind and especially in 2020. Mm-hmm. I know I was. And it's a it's a scary time and uh, yeah, I would just love to know what it's like what it was like to find the courage
2: to eventually take that leap. Yeah. I mean, I think I'm such a planner. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I feel like that's yeah. such a cliche like look what I do. <laughs> but one thing that helped me was just like setting up myself as much as I could from the standpoint of things I could control. Mm-hmm. I wasn't going to just jump and have zero savings or nothing and kind of like wing it yeah. and lose, you know, mm-hmm. where I stay and all of that. So I think just trying to be very strategic on like how much do I need to save up to have a cushion just in case it takes me a really long time to start booking clients or just also talking to my loved ones. Like I always run ideas past my mom or my dad mm-hmm. and just say like, what do you think? What are your thoughts? And start thinking of ideas that maybe I haven't thought of. That also really helped me. And having people that really believed in me and poured into me, like when I say <laughs> my friend at the time truly made my Instagram page. And yeah. in me so much. shout out to her. Mm, yes. That's like, what a good, what a good friend. Uh, wow. Yeah. I, what a beautiful I'm always page. going to shout her out for that because it was one of the biggest blessings and truly one of the reasons I'm here right now. I think her belief in me made me believe in myself even more Mm. and just truly knowing it, all your fears seem so scary and big and all of this, but when you actually face it, you're on the other side, you're like, is this what I was so scared of? You know. Mm -hmm. So I think just also understanding your fears are also going to always seem massive before you attempt anything. And then as soon as you do it, you have a completely different perspective. So giving yourself grace to understand like, number one, go you for facing your fears. But number two, understand there's going to be highs and lows. You're trying to, figure it out but shoot at least you're doing it so Mm -hmm, I think also mm -hmm. trying to remind myself of that before I even attempted like hey I'm I'm gonna go for this I'm terrified but I know I can mess up and I can make mistakes but I can still turn it around and keep on going so that has always just those main things have really helped me and I laugh because when I first launched I told myself I was like if I get 3 or 4 clients this year, I will be so happy. Yeah. And just to get that number within like the first month or month and a half, I was just like, "Whoa, well it looks like my, you know, goal is going to be adjusted a little bit and just looking at it now, you know, it's just kind of like I had no idea what was in store, but I'm so proud of the person I was back then to be able to take that leap not knowing where i'd be mm-hmm. two years down the road
1: heck yeah when did you what year was it when you accepted like your first few clients
2: um it was 2020 so actually wow I, my year my two-year anniversary anniversary was like a few days ago i completely wow. missed it
0: oh my god but, yeah <laughs> so, busy. so it congrats mm-hmm. oh my Thanks.
2: gosh <laughs>
0: i but also like what i, I was thinking how, the same I mean, thing Lynn. i'm like getting weddings in 2020 f- were
2: yeah it was, yeah. That, it was. I mean, that's
1: that says something, mm-hmm. but I, I, I just want to go back a, a smidgy because I think what you were saying before, it, it made me think of some stuff. We we ask our we ask our guests a lot about like what gave you the courage and stuff. And so you talked about planning. I'm such a planner. And I really just feel like you have to look at, you have to ask yourself, who am I? Because like, yeah. we've had people say an array of different things. We've had people say that I'm a planner before. And we've also had people say like, I just did it. <laughs> I just had to do it. I just like went in and I quit my job. And I did it. And I think it I you have to ask yourself, how am I realistically going to get myself to do this? Am For I someone sure. Am I someone that needs to be pushed? Do I need to like get a buddy? Am I somebody that needs a plan? Yeah. Am I somebody that just needs to throw caution to the wind with nothing in my bank account because that's when I know the pressure's on and I'll I have
0: to succeed? Yeah. yeah. And I think it's also what's gonna set you up to be the best version of yourself after you make that decision so if, right. if you were if you're a planner and you just did this willy-nilly and you didn't have any sort of thought behind it you'd probably be a anxious little bean on, on the yeah. other <laughs> side of that and then that holds you back or that uh, doesn't allow you to show up in your best as your best self when once yeah, that decision yeah. is made so yeah, yeah. Yeah, some some deep internal reflection on like what we need and what's going to make yeah. us feel the best in this in this scary decision. Because I think, you know, you can prepare yourself to jump off that, you know, make that jump with your parachutes and your travel, like your insurance plans. But like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. but at the end of the day, you're going to have to jump. So there is going to be some sort of some sort of fear
2: there. But you can you can set yourself up the best way that you feel, you know. Absolutely. I think that's such a good call out. Look at yourself and what do you feel like will set yourself up the best? If you're not a planner, planning may make you anxious, you know? Yeah, or yeah, if you yeah, are a yeah. planner, plan away, my dear. So <laughs> yeah, I think that's a really good call out.
1: Yeah. For all of our people that like to plan, what kind of what kind of things did you put in place for yourself?
2: Yeah, I, a budget was number one. Sure. I definitely <laughs> do not have that safety net anymore of like mm-hmm. that guaranteed check every two weeks. Mm-hmm. And then also just having a schedule for myself as well because I'm so used to that. But it was cool because I was able to implement my daily schedule from corporate life to you know, my now entrepreneur life. So it was a pretty easy transition. And also just consistent pep talks to myself. (laughs) Whenever I would get nervous, or just remind myself, hey, even if it seems like a client is not here, you have a backup, you know, savings in case. So I think those things really helped me plan and prepare for things.
1: Yeah, it really and I, I feel like you were delegating from the start as well, like knowing your strengths and where you needed with like your friend that did your social oh, yeah. page and all of these things. So I feel like you um, had a really good understanding of who you could be in this role, who where you would excel and where you wanted the business to be and like who to who to bring in or like when to bring in somebody uh, to make it exactly what you wanted it to be.
2: For sure. And I think even with the social, um, because my friend like is a social whiz, like she (laughs) can do all things. And she told me, she was like, okay, you can do this. Because I think it was probably like my first five posts that she really like helped me schedule, write the caption, like what's Mm -hmm. a good picture. And after that, she was like, okay, if you want this to be like your brand and true to you, you have to really start taking the lead on this. They need to hear your voice. They need to know how you want to talk and all of Mm -hmm. that. And that was another thing that I was like, "Uh, but I can't do it. I'm going to sound stupid. I don't know what to say. And just being able to kind of like, Have her set it up for me, get advice, and then kind of just take the reins and run from it with there is kind of how my process is. But I do think delegating is something that I'm learning is so important like as time goes on my girls that help me day of they continue to remind me like what can I do like I am here and same (laughs) with like my friends that are around me just always reminding me I think it's so smart you'll have your strengths you'll have your weaknesses but you can't do it all so don't (laughs) try to Mm -hmm, or you'll burn mm -hmm, out mm -hmm. so yeah that's just super important totally
1: Okay, so we just passed our two our 2-year two anniversary. Yeah. Is there anything that you like if you could give 2020 version of yourself a piece of advice or like <laughs> I wish things I wish I knew,
2: what would you say to yourself? <sighs> Oh, okay. I'm going to say this, but there's going to be a little caveat to it. Okay. I know your worth, mm. but do not lowball yourself. Mm. The caveat of that is, is there is a little bit of a balancing act because you are still new. You're trying to get your feet wet with your own clients. So your price does need to reflect that. However, as you do start building that clientele and that, you know, respect in the industry, make sure your prices align with that. Don't wait too late because then you'll look back and be like, wow, that person got a steal. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. So yeah, be confident enough to know you're, you're good at what you do. And if people mm. believe in you, they will pay for that.
0: Yeah. And also knowledge is power in those moments. Absolutely. Look at competitive prices. And so that way, because the chances of someone negotiating with you are high. And if you're new for me anyways, yeah. like yeah, I, I, if I ever had a, I do graphic design, a freelance graphic design job and someone was, especially when I was a newbie and someone came back and said, no, I think that's too expensive. That would definitely like spark, spike my anxiety. I didn't have enough knowledge to know. Like, I'm like, is it, I don't know. Yeah. I don't want to, cause, yeah. cause then especially I'm like, a nice person I don't want to be screwing these people over but I'm just like so knowledge is power do your research stand firm if you know that you're offering a good price and as you said know your worth and stick up for yourself when necessary
2: yeah I mean I think one thing because I used to like always reach out to industry people that I looked up to Mm -hmm. and some of them have really turned into mentors in such a natural way but Mm. they all aligned on like if Everybody is signing you. <laughs> you need to raise your prices. You shouldn't have every single client that reaches out sign on to you. Um, you're gonna have those people that don't sign. So, and that's okay. That I feel like that's a good sign. Instead of looking at it like, oh, no one wants me. No, mm-hmm. if it's everybody, then we need to adjust. Yeah. So I mm-hmm. think it just mm-hmm. took time, but definitely do your research. I think with planners. It's also such an interesting thing because with photographers in the industry, some of them like second shoot for each other, or, you know, like I, it seems like there's such a, a good team from the outside looking in. I don't know the nitty gritties, but with planners, we're so separate. Like, no one really ever assists another planner. If you have your own business, you, you usually mm-hmm. get someone else. So the market research is a little bit more creative on that front, but. You can definitely find your community of people who will help you. And they'll be like, here's my prices, like, you know, so Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yeah, I think with planning, you just have to understand it's a little bit different, but people are more than willing to help you.
1: I love that some of the people that you reached out to became mentors. Yeah, What was it like developing those relationships?
2: It was, I've, oh man, I tell myself I'm an introverted or excuse me, I'm an extroverted introvert. Oh my so. God, same, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like I can be like talkative and all of that, but sometimes I get nervous or I love my alone time. So it, at first, it I did have to really get used to reaching out to people, and I think I also quickly learned like don't go in it. Like, what can this person do for me? Truly build that relationship. And that's what I feel like has made our time like last the longest because we're truly friends that ironically both own our own business and we help each other and it just ping pongs off each other. And we also recommend each other clients. So get to know the person like (laughs) individually. Don't be like, hi, my name is such and so like, can you do this for me? Can I ask you about this? Cause then like after that, sometimes it will kind of just fade Mm -hmm. and then ask like really intentional questions. I feel like a lot of times people get the same thing over and over again, but something truly tailored to your business or like a real world example that you're just struggling with and you're like, Hey. How did you figure it out? I just feel like sometimes those type of questions prompt a more like deeper answer, which then a connection naturally happens. Um, Mm -hmm. So that's kind of been my journey with it. It's worked, but I also know some people take a different approach and that works as well too.
1: Mm -hmm. I feel like mentors are, they're like motivators and like to see, to have somebody that's in the business that you're trying to be successful in and grow in, that that sees potential in you and like can be a, a helping voice,
2: you know, mm-hmm. it's just
1: it's so it's so nice and like it really makes it a lot of the times it can like make the difference.
2: Absolutely, absolutely. I mean, I reached out to a, a company all the way out in California, um, mm-hmm. and I was just like, "Whoa, let's see if they respond." But, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like. <laughs> It was so rewarding and just being able to kind of talk to someone that is like you were saying a motivator and truly able to like give me real world advice. It was so helpful and even till this day, you know, we still have that relationship. So Oh, awesome. Yeah. But it wasn't a thing where I had to ask them to be a mentor. I don't know if that's something yeah, yeah, people yeah. do, but it would ju- it just naturally happened. Yeah,
1: I feel I, I I feel like any mentor that I've had, it's kind of been more of a natural progression of like I was – because I don't know. You want to make sure that you're really taken with – right. like, you have to be inspired by them too. So I feel like it's always been somebody that I was super inspired by or felt like they were really honest with me and I was like – thank you for being honest about my work. Like I need that. And then there was this this, like honest dialogue or, um, or what have you there, there was, there was one time that, and I, I think my sister Nicole for it, because (laughs) I, the story is we were going to audition for the bachelor. (laughs) Yeah. Like they had like an open (laughs) casting call at the ABC studios and we lived in New York at the time. And so we went and there was like a bunch and I had, just recently graduated college at the time and there's a bunch of
0: like ABC people. It was at yeah ABC around. studios and like Yeah I was like, Lynn, what but, do you do? There's like there's people you sh- you you need to talk to someone here. Like, <laughs> like. And so I just I just picked some rent like the there were these two
1: people in a huddle and I just went up and I was like, hey <laughs> I love that. (laughs) And I just like shot my... I was so nervous.
2: (laughs) Wait, that is amazing. But we can't also skate by the fact that you guys went to the audition. I I (laughs) know. I
0: I know. It was super fun. Um, I I don't think... we, We didn't go to the audition thinking that we had even a sliver of a chance because at the time we were... 21 and at that (laughs) point in the show they were still casting people were in their mid to late 20s and obviously that's different now but like that was
1: that was like right after i think it was right after rachel Lindsay's season because i remember oh yeah you were like like i love peter who do you yeah we were like who do you want it to be and everybody it was like we 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 made so many friends and just gossiping about the
0: the current season or something like that.
1: honestly I wouldn't be surprised if if that wasn't even really an audition it was just for the fans you know know? like it's ABC's (laughs) way of ramping up yeah excitement for the next season because oh my god it was it worked if that was the only thing and
2: I I don't regret going no that is really cool
1: (laughs) yeah I mean the bad I'm I must. I'll, I also have to say, like recently, the Bachelor and the Bachelorette franchise has been severely disappointing us. But like, yeah, in their choices. But but it was a guilty pleasure for a really long time, <laughs> um, and yeah. I, hope they turn, I hope they turn things back around um, in the coming seasons.
2: I um, really hope so. I used yeah. to like watch it diehard fan watch. Yeah. Mm-hmm. After Nick Viall, yeah. though, I don't know if, mm-hmm. how y'all feel about this, but I kind of just. I still watched, but the entertainment wasn't as juicy. Mm-hmm. And then I think after Matt season, I was yeah. kind of like, okay, I'm out. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. I it's, been, it's
0: it's definitely it's yeah. been a hot mess. Uh, since like yeah, before who was before Matt? Who was before it Matt? wasn't Matt? Was off of. Claire. Oh, Claire was a Yeah. Oh, see, I didn't Claire's watch
2: Claire. I, I could. After the first episode, I was like, I
1: can't. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. Claire's season was a mess. It's been wonky. But I,
0: it's been wonky. And we're yeah. just, like, really not a fan of the double bachelorette thing. They would, it's like, yeah. they, like they would never I do feel like that so if it was two men. If it was, like. Well, they, they've they done it
1: only with. Uh, I, don't get me. Like, they've done it only with women. Yeah. And now they're doing it again. Like, when they did it with Caitlyn and Britt. That was dumb. so. That was awful. It was just so terrible. Like, I didn't even realize it at the time. We were so young but like now looking back on that i was like that is terrible to do that to two people exactly and now, the, now gabby and rachel who are two awesome people they should they deserve their own seasons i would person i personally i mean you're gonna say yes because it's an opportunity i suppose but like i i think that's
2: terrible yeah that they, that i they feel like they're them. definitely just trying to like do whatever they can to try to make ratings Prob- you know a increase something. a little yeah. bit
0: yeah yeah it's just gonna be yeah. messy but any yeah. but the auditioning process was super fun. <laughs>
2: yeah. That is cool though. And it's cool that you were able to talk to someone there. So Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh.
1: And I was totally in a relationship when I went too. So oh, yeah.
2: <laughs> oh, that
1: part. <laughs> Let's they, not leave that out. <laughs> no, yeah. They knew that
2: the,
1: my my then boyfriend at the time knew I was going. I was like, I this is please don't please don't make me Miss out on this experience. I just want (laughs) to, like, I'm not going. Like,
2: (laughs) that is funny. That probably happens a lot, though. Honestly, honestly, honestly.
1: I'm like the chances are so slim, and I'm not going. (laughs) I mean, the reality of the situation is, I probably would have went if I got cast.
2: Stop. (laughs)
1: Not really <laughs> that's, that's my peachy clean yeah <laughs> the, that was good yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but anywho anywho yeah I ended up speaking with um with this woman that she ended up being um like the director of sales there and I I went to school for communications and film and so I was just I, I can't even remember anymore. Like what I said, I blacked I, out. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think I was very blunt about it. I was like, I just graduated. I'm looking for a job. I'm taking my shot here. I don't even know who you people are. <laughs> and she and we chatted for a bit. And then um, she gave me her email. And every so she emailed me, looked over my resume. And then every like every six months to a year, we connect. And every so often she'll send me like a job posting that that goes by for for Disney, so the right the right posting hasn't come along, but I I you it's know a that's good a very connect- valuable it's a good connection to have.
2: Yeah, yeah. absolutely, absolutely. Yeah.
0: So I mean, shoot your shot, friends. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you're at a bachelorette audition, just do it. <laughs> just, just, just do yeah, it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just do it. Use
1: those Nikes. <laughs>
2: exactly.
1: Yeah. Ugh. So back back to back to you. <laughs> at the very top of the episode you were saying like how crazy this season is for you or this time of year wedding season's kind of nutso right now and you're a busy a busy lady in general and so one question we like to ask a lot of our guests in every episode is how how do you take care of yourself in times of being busy how does mental and emotional health play a role in your day-to-day and in your business
2: Yeah. I mean, honestly, this is something I'm still trying to figure out as time goes on. Because I think when a lot of people start their own business, it's like a baby to them. Like You care Mm -hmm. so much. You want to pour so much into it. It's like self-care. I'll catch you later. (laughs) But you're not going to be any good to your business if you don't take care of yourself. But Therapy has always been my best friend. I'm I'm always an advocate for therapy and never feel ashamed. No, so yeah. whenever things get cray, I hit my therapist up. I can now do like quick little phone calls with her. So that's always good. And I tell people like if you need a therapist or if you need to just chat with your friend, like get it out, whatever mm-hmm. you're struggling with. But also having days where I am truly off. Mm-hmm. I admit I am an email like... Psycho at times. If you're my client, you already know you're going to get an email from me really quickly. I pride myself on it, but it's not always the healthiest thing. So, truly taking at least one day where I'm not responding to emails, I'm not figuring out the next game plan or like emailing or anything like that. I'm truly just being present. So, so far, that's my Sundays. Uh, Me and my mom and brother are really close. So, I'll like go and hang out with them for the day and just it kind of just feels like I'm going back to my roots and I feel like a kid again. I don't feel mm. like an adult. So those are always like my recharge days and help me just kind of take care of myself. And now I'm just going into the season of like, well, what does it look like to expand the team? So I'm doing less, still pouring in an incredible amount. But, you know, when you start to grow, that you do hit that ceiling where it's like, okay, I need to add people so I can continue on focusing, you know, growing the business and train people up just so I can start to take things off of my plate. So, yeah.
1: I mean, the goal is, I mean, I, I think the idea that you are a one a one woman show for the rest of time is probably not a sustainable idea, Definitely not. <laughs> And especially when you think about like how you want to grow and if, if you want to grow the business to be bigger, it's just it's You got to think about um, anybody would have to think about delegating and bringing more people in and creating opportunities for others like the shadowing that you did. And kind of I think that's that would be such I hope one day we get big enough where we can kind of like be pay it forward in a way of like all of the mentors that we that I've had and that um, all of the opportunities that like I was so lucky to have gotten just because people were. (laughs) <laughs> like i don't know probably pity is not the right word but like because they,
0: <laughs> i don't know it <laughs> took pity, pity on my on my ambitious soul <laughs> see promise in Yeah, they I, I was like
1: this is not the right word no <laughs> <Kink>. <laughs> but yeah that's awesome i love I love that. I'm so excited to see how it grows in the future. All of the all of the amazing things. Do you think you'll always stick to weddings or do you think you'll expand to other
2: events? I mean I I it I did do like a corporate event last year or excuse me wow that was the beginning of this year um, time flies when you're having yeah time is like woo but um, yeah it was the beginning of this year and it was for Chick fil A and it was such a cool experience oh my God Chick fil A yeah. it was so so cool and like I mean it's Chick fil A right <laughs> yeah. So, yeah great experience great exposure but I still feel like weddings are just like where my heart currently is. I'm always like open to like that evolving as time goes on. But for right now, yes, other events are exciting. But as far as like my passion point, it's definitely still weddings.
0: Mm -hmm. Does anyone ever um, have you plan a proposal?
2: No, but (laughs) one of my girls, she wants to get into proposal planning. So That'll be an extension that we're talking about to add to the business to start doing that. I would love to get into that because that's so exciting. Every time I get on a call with a client, I'm like, so how did you propose? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, To be a part of that would be fun.
1: So you say one of my girls. So how big is your team right now?
2: Oh, goodness. So we currently have, I have five girls on rotation that help me um, on wedding days Mm-hmm. And then we'll be expanding to having more of like you know admin assistance um, in the next few months.
1: Wow! And so, what's it when you? I mean, I feel like bringing in new people into your like onto like onboarding them to your baby, like allowing them to have a piece of your baby, it can be kind of scary to like to. To bring new people into the bubble. So what's it like going like finding new people or how do
0: you find how do you find the right people to bring onto your team that like quality people that are going to be driven and passionate about it like you are and raise you up for success?
2: Yeah, I think especially luckily enough, weddings is one of those things where like you either have it or you don't. Mm-hmm. And I tell girls that like the first day they come in, like, I'm not about to give you a bunch of tests to see if you're good at it this wedding will do it on its own. Because mm. a lot of people think it's like, oh, glamorous. But we're running around like getting everything done, making sure everything's on time. You're sweating, you're hungry, your feet hurt. Like, <laughs> you're putting but out you're fires every smile. five minutes. Yeah. Yeah. So it's not easy. And I quickly know if someone can do it or not based mm. off of that alone. And then also I I feel like – because I was actually a broadcast journalism major, um, and that's what I graduated with. So I feel like I have a really good eye of studying people and, like, their words and how they structure it and, like, what really excites them, even based on the inflection of their voice or something like that. So – When they talk to me before wedding day, I already kind of get a sense of like, is this something where they just think it's really cool and exciting? Or do they already have experience doing this? Or do they really resonate with my brand and they want to be a part of that and watch it grow? So I feel like it's a combination of that pre-wedding call plus day of seeing how they handle that has always kind of led me in the right direction. And then my the girls, I hate saying my girls. I'm sorry. I've said <laughs> that like they're my children. But the girls, all of them are just so awesome. Like they're naturally just like go-getters. Like they already know what I'm going to ask them to do and they go and do it before I even have to say anything. So that's the kind of person you want on site wedding day because we're already managing every single aspect of it. So to have a team member who is just like, yep, I got it, or I already know she's gonna need me to go get the groomsmen to go mm-hmm. and do that, it just makes your job even easier. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can't even imagine. How
2: do you have like a wedding every weekend? So during wedding season, yes. Oh my gosh, <laughs> um, gosh. I actually have two this weekend and then I'm <gasps> off for two weeks. Yeah. So oh, oh, good. I have a nice break and then I have another one in July. But oh yeah, God. it gets like every weekend you may have two. I know some photographers that have like three and four weekend, like insane. So <laughs> wow. yeah.
1: That's, I mean, I, so like I said, I'm a video producer and we would have, I, I, I sometimes, we've had a, an event planner on the podcast before and I, the way she would talk about how the ev- events would go, like the day planning for a wedding and then on the day of the wedding. And I, I feel like I, I have similar, there's similar energy in planning a production shoot and oh, like sure. being, being the producer or the production manager on the day of a shoot when you're just like running around for 12 hours with your head chopped off, putting out fires, making sure people are in the right rooms, arriving at the right times and yeah. all of these things. Um, and I can't, I can't imagine having one every single weekend oh. <laughs> <laughs> for like months on end. I mean, I yeah. feel like I feel like I'm not an on-site producer anymore, and but I think the most I ever did was like, I don't know, like twice a month or so. Yeah. so and yeah. that was like enough. That was enough for me. You're like, I'm good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Uh, and then you just like never know who's on the other side of like your client side because you want to make them happy. But like, I don't know. You just never know with client side how things are going to go. Do you ever have any issues with clients?
2: Oh, uh, I, I, man. <laughs> uh, I think now I've been pretty lucky. Um, and I think as soon as you kind of figure out what your brand is, you repel certain people and attract yep. other people, which helps with that. Um, I, there's always going to be a interesting moment. And I've definitely had my fair share of those. If it's not, if it hasn't been with a client, Typically, it's with like a bridesmaid or a parent mm. or, you know, something like that. But luckily, it hasn't been anything too crazy. But I always tell my client, I'm very honest. I am not your traditional like prim and proper wedding planner. And, you know, I speak like I'm presenting all the time. Like, no, (laughs) we're planning a really big day. I want us to be able to be real. If you don't like something, tell me, don't worry about like, oh, I'm just going to hurt her feelings. Like, no. So I think taking that approach has also helped me kind of weed out any, you know, bad clients or something like that because we just have that rapport. So it's helped.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I can imagine. I had a question right before I had a question and it just floated out of my mind. <laughs>
0: uh, but we're we're sort of we're creeping up on our hour mark here. Is there anything in particular that you want to touch on before we start moving into the peachy clean segment?
2: Man, not that I can think of. I feel like I should have had a question prepared. But <laughs> I'm going to be OK. I, I, no, I don't. But if something pops up. Oh, yeah, you can let us <laughs> before know. We end, I will yeah. say that. And
1: I I remembered my question. (laughs) Okay.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Do you have any
1: sort of spirituality or religious practices? Does that ever play a role in like motivating you or are you not so much?
2: Yeah. I mean, I think when I was talking about like extending grace or blessing and all of that, for me, it's kind of been the anchor of this entire journey. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And it's been what's kept me stable, even when I have those Whether it's a difficult client or a tough day or I'm just worn out, being able to kind of have that refuge to go back to and just pray and like let all my fears or stressors out has been incredible. But also just knowing like I can't control it. You know, it's not Mm -hmm. in my hands. At least that's my belief. I think COVID taught me that, that I can be a planner, I can be a control freak, all of that, but I am not in control You know, he is. And I think that has also kind of given me a little bit of a breather to know I can do the best I can. But again, to what I said earlier, if it's meant for me, it'll work out. And if it's not, I'm sure I'll be, you know, led another direction where I can, Mm -hmm. you know, fulfill my purpose that way.
0: Yeah. That really alleviates a lot of stress for me too. Like this idea of what's meant for me won't pass me and yeah. Any stressful moment like if there's an internet problem during an important thing that like I need to upload something, I'll just think like it's going to be fine. Yeah. <laughs> Everything happens for a reason yeah. and I you just Taking taking mental note of what really we should be um, putting our energy into, and mm-hmm. so that's really that's that sort of idea has um, helped. I it's it's come into play a little bit more in my life within this past year, and I think it's really helped me like even just keep some gray hairs away. Like I'm not gonna yeah, I'm not gonna stress about things that don't that don't deserve my energy and my attention. And there's a bigger picture here, and I'm just gonna follow the road map where it leads me, and. <laughs>
2: Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. And I always ask myself, like, okay, is this life or death right now? Yeah. You know. Yeah. Like, <laughs> mm-hmm. If mm-hmm. it is not, am I curing cancer? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. you really sometimes have to just ask yourself those kind of questions. It, yeah. Yeah. Put things
1: into perspective a little bit. Like, exactly. what am I going to? What am I going to? let myself panic over that's probably helped a lot in like remaining calm and stressful situations oh
2: yeah even
1: even on wedding days you know
2: yes I will (laughs) never forget this happened in April actually a lot of the signage for one of my weddings like just did not come in Uh, so I was running around the morning of the wedding like trying to go to the UPS store to like get the signage they wouldn't release it mm. and I just had to be like I can't do anything about this. Like, it sucks. But like, let me really put this in perspective. But also, what is this teaching me right now? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And it all ended up working out, which is another reminder. Like, no matter how crazy it seems, it will work out. It may not be how you thought it was going to be, but Mm. it'll still work out. So have faith in that. And I think just truly having the faith is the hardest part of it all, you know? Yeah. Um, But yeah.
1: Thank you so much for saying that because I feel like I I do part A a lot. And Uh I – yeah, like calming down and stay – like not panicking. But I don't always after the moment go back and say like what did that specific thing teach me? Mm -hmm. So I think that's a really important step – uh step two that I need to be thinking a little bit more about so uh thank you so much for saying that of course of
2: course yeah
0: (laughs) I feel like I feel like I'm feeling good here um and as long as you're (laughs) as long as you're feeling good we'll slide into the peachy clean segment um have you had an opportunity to think about something that you want to come clean about
2: I have. Okay. <laughs> Yay. It's gonna sound so silly though. But Doubt it. obviously, doing what I do, when I have meetings with prospective clients, like one of the top questions I get is like, Are you married? Oh. <laughs> and when I say no, it never fails. I get the whole like, oh, it'll, it'll oh, happen oh, for you no. next day. <laughs> and that's always like. I'm not going to lie. I did have a little bit of an emotional, you know, like well, it- breakdown <laughs> about that when it first started happening. Because mm-hmm. was <laughs> like... <laughs> yeah, because sometimes I feel like they would be like disappointed yeah. or like, well, you can't plan my wedding. You're not qualified. So oh my god, now I'm able to laugh at it. And sometimes yeah. I'm still like anticipating it on phone calls. Um, but it definitely was something that kind of it was a hurdle I had to get over at the beginning. Mm-hmm. Interesting. I Interesting. would almost
0: argue that you not being married yet would probably give you a leg up because you're still probably thinking about like, for because for me I still have my Pinterest board active like I'm constantly you know I'm like looking I'm like continuously looking at what the latest like I mean this is your job so like I'm sure you do this anyways but I'm just like I I'm paying more attention to it than I would if I was married so
2: yeah yeah I mean the funny thing is and a lot of people are surprised by this I really would be okay not even having a wedding. Like, I'm good going to the Mm. courthouse and having a bomb honeymoon. Yes. Only because, like, I just see it so much. True. yeah. Yeah. So it's like, even if I do end up doing something, I just want something, like, very intimate and small Low key, obviously, I want it to be beautiful with amazing florals and design. Of course, but... of course, goes without saying. <laughs> yeah, definitely don't see myself having like a big 200 person wedding and all of that traditional stuff that I plan every day. It just doesn't seem fitting for me, ironically.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm, yeah, mm-hmm. it. That also like brought uh, it brought up a story in my like it makes me think of like a time when I was I was working I was working amongst a bunch of coworkers that like were in long term relationships. Someone had just gotten engaged, and I, I have dated, but I don't have like this lush. I was single at the time, and I don't have like the most lush like active dating life uh-huh. I feel good being single and I remember there was this like moment where my co-worker was like are you dating anyone And I was like no and he was like when was the last time you were dating someone I was like I don't know a couple of years ago and he was like don't worry it will happen and I was like
0: mm, I I went you for I your, your unsolicited w- advice sir right yeah I was like
1: and then I just remember getting having so much anxiety that night, and then and yes. then being so mad at myself for feeling that way. Yeah, <laughs> because I was like, I was like, I'm fine. I was, and then I was mad because I, like, I was literally fine. I have, <laughs> I was not upset. I wasn't worried for myself. And then that one comment, I was like, you've shook, you've shaken me, and now you exactly. upset that you've shaken me. <laughs> you know
2: how I feel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what What do you mean? Like yeah. I'm okay. Yeah. I was okay before you asked me that. Yeah,
1: and that was and that was years ago, and I was only I I, I couldn't have been more than twenty four. I was like, yeah, I I was I'm fine. <laughs> I wasn't worried. I'm okay.
2: <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I feel like people obviously they don't mean any harm by no, it. No. But yeah. It can leave a person being like, well, dang, what's wrong? <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> um, we're strong, independent, solo flying bird women.
2: Exactly, yeah. and if yeah. it's meant for us, it'll happen. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah. 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 yeah.
1: I, we like to say that a relationship is kind of like a a nice handbag. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Like, like, like it's what share said. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: Like that
1: they is. add, they add a little something, but they're not a necessity. Yeah,
2: for sure, <laughs> for sure. But then you, but then you find that one handbag that you just like. It fits for most occasions. It's comfortable. Yeah. Like, you really don't want to go without it. You yeah. can, but you don't want to.
0: Right. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. That's what yeah. it is. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they yeah. elevate in all of the right ways. Exactly. Exactly.
0: <laughs> uh, well, thank you so, so much for coming on the pod today and donating some of your time to us and chatting with us. It's been such a lovely chat. You have such an amazing story and personality. Do you want to roll
2: through where people can find and connect with you? Of course. Um, Instagram, Your Big Day ATL and on Facebook, Your Big Day ATL, and then my website is yourbigdayatl.net. So you can reach me on all on all of those platforms and I appreciate you guys so much for even inviting me. I was like, yes, of course I will be interviewed. <laughs> you Yay. guys are amazing. I love um. your brand and your platform. So this is an honor for me and I really appreciate it.
0: Oh, thank you so my much. Gosh, thank you oh, for goodness. saying that. Yeah. <laughs> of course. And as always, all of Deanna's goodies will be in the show notes. So head over, check them out and give, them some, give her some love. Yeah. Yes. I can't can't thank you enough. All right, Peaches, that does it for
1: this week's episode. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you liked what you heard, hit that big subscribe button on whatever podcasting platform you're listening to us on. If it happens to be Spotify or Apple Podcasts, leave that five-star written review. That really helps us get into the ears of new listeners and helps grow this podcast. If you want to keep up with us, you can head on over to Instagram at Let's Talk underscore Peaches. With that same handle, you can find us on TikTok. You can head on over to our website, www.letstalkpeaches.com, to snag some super cool merch. And we put out new episodes every Monday, so make sure you head back here next Monday for a new episode. Bye, 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 Peaches! peaches.
0: (laughs) Amazing. Amazing, amazing.